Welcome to the Seek More Podcast, where we seek more and I ask questions. That's what we live and die by. That is the model on the Seek More Podcast. And today I have my fellow uh, interviewer here, Juice Boy John in the house. Talk to the people, let them know your name and your occupation and your major and all that. Hey, I'm Juice Boy John, also known as uh, Jonathan Everett. Um, I'm a senior at UNC Charlotte, major in management information systems. Um, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. From the Ville. Is that the 910? Yes, sir. Okay. Dreamville. Oh, you a J. Cole fan? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, hey, it's hometown hero, man. So today we're going to be discussing um, just networking and branding on campus as a freshman, sophomore, junior, and a senior. But John's going to give his perspective on coming in as a freshman and how he was able to network to the point to where he's at now because uh, he's going to be graduating in May, right? Right. Yes, with that management information systems major. You know, he's about to run the bag up, too, because <laughs> yes, he already sir. signed the contract, right? Right. Signed it with uh, Deloitte Accounting Firm as a, a business consultant. <laughs> the money way, man. Talking six, that's six figure talk right there. So, um, can we get into like your freshman year and how you were able to like get on campus and establish yourself? Because I'm pretty sure coming from Fayetteville, which is a, a, a big city, yes, yeah, well, smaller, smaller than Charlotte, Char- for exactly. Sure, yeah. Where Charlotte is like this big metropolitan area. Can you like discuss like how was it initially coming to campus and how you were able to get involved as a freshman? Right. Um. So as a freshman, uh, I came in um from Fayetteville. As he said again, like a small city. Um, it was a little different. Um, a lot of people from my high school did not come, like, go to Charlotte. So it was maybe, like, five to six people. So, and those weren't really, like, one of my closest friends. So it was a big adjustment, different network. Um, I decided to join the uh, Utah program, which is Universal Transition Program for Freshmen. And when I did that program, that's when I decided, uh, I met a lot of different people of different ethnicities, um, it was more for like uh, mostly minority students, and it was a six-week program that we participated in. It took seven credit hours. It was about a hundred, maybe ninety to hundred students, and we just discussed. Um, there was a lot of stuff we learned about campus. Uh, I got adjusted to different organizations, met a lot of upperclassmen, and got myself around campus. Even though like it was a, a different adjustment for me, it was really. Um, I had to be more open-minded, try different things, learn different people's perspectives. A lot of people weren't the same as me. A lot of people were kind of the same as me. So I felt like this program really helped me uh, get adjusted to campus and, you know, understand, like, I'm not always with my mother and father now. I got to make big boy decisions. So it definitely helped me with the culture of Charlotte, um, helped me try to, like, navigate the light rail, the buses, um, Know, the campus involvement, different organizations that I should be involved in, and just networking with older individuals. So we, for everything he said, that's all, he gave us a lot of game in just a couple of minutes that uh, that quick. So what, we, what I could take from that is you have to like submerge yourself in the culture on campus or just where you're at or where you're going to be going if you're in a new location. Because you mentioned you had to learn the bus route, learning the light rail. That could be a lot, especially coming from a smaller town. I right. Mean, a lot of people, there's only but so many major cities that have and, a light rail or like exactly. bus and stuff like that. Yeah. So you definitely had to like adapt and learn. Now, going from, uh, you know, like I said, from Fayetteville to Charlotte, you know, what were some of the like challenges that you faced, you know, being a minority, you know, a man of color, a, a black man on a PWI campus? What are like some of the challenges that you faced? Like, did you have any uh, identity crisis? Did you kind of be like, did you feel like at times you didn't fit in? Yeah, what was that sure. like? Yeah. So um, I started as a computer science major. So there was a lot of people of, it wasn't a lot of minorities in there. So, you know, fitting in, maybe being maybe two to three uh, African-American brothers in the class and sisters. So it was a different experience, like trying to, you know, ask someone for homework and, you know, they'd be kind of rude about it. But, you know, that another uh, minority, uh, 
well, like a white person asks for the homework, it you know, they give them the homework. So different stuff like that. Um, you know, Fayetteville is not the biggest. So going into the city, you know, like trying to go hang out with, uh, like go to the club or, you know, different types of activities in the city, always having your ID with you, always being with a group of guys or, you know, a group of people so you won't get lost because, you know, Charlotte's pretty big and stuff like that, especially going to the light rail. You know, if you go with some girls or some guys, like be attending it for everybody, especially if somebody get, you know, intoxicated or something like that. So that's just a lot of stuff like when being in the city. Um, there's a, sometimes you might feel like at a PWI, you can't find different organizations that would fit you in the minorities. So uh, my freshman year, I had joined BSU, which is the Black Student Union. And once I joined there, I met a lot of different friends that, you know, weren't in the Utah program, but, you know, that were just freshmen, sophomore, juniors and seniors that go to the school, connected with them. Some of them were in my classes. Some of them weren't. Then, you know, uh, I like to play basketball, I like to play sports. So then I met with a lot of different um, African-American brothers and then we joined uh, intramural team. So that was just another way to network from being in different organizations. Then then I brought it myself to doing something I really like playing basketball and, you know, hanging out and going to the calf and, you know, that's when you meet that friend group and those type of brothers you need in your life. Absolutely. So just for the people out there, you know, like, like I said, I'm going to just keep recapping and just going off what you're saying. That's just so important that you mentioned, like, you know, network. You got to continue to network because I'm a firm believer in just social currency, social capital. You know, your network is your net worth because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not a what you know kind of society. It's kind of a who you know society. Yeah, for real. Oftentimes we see people that aren't qualified in certain positions just based on who they know. You know, you got to use that social leverage to get to where you want to be at in, in life or just on campus, period. So y'all are coming to the universities. Make sure that you, you are submersing yourself in the culture. And like you said, like, you got to find your community. That's so important because you can get you can easily get lost. lost. There's 36,000 people in this campus. You know, there's a lot of older, younger individuals, but like you can definitely get lost. So you need to find people, network, join different organizations. I feel like as a freshman, like when you come here, like joining one organization at the least is really important because once you get a group of people, you might not like your roommates, you might not like those type of people. But if you find something that fits you and you meet those type of people, you never know. These friends can be with you for the rest of your life. You know, you could be at their weddings, you know, you could be the godfather, godmother, anything. <laughs> I so, like that. Like, it's really it's really how you network. And I think that's really important for freshmen because a lot of people come from different places and you find somebody that have same niches as you. It's really important. It will allow you to evaluate yourself and, you know, better yourself for real. That's a beautiful thing, how you're able to build, like, these long-lasting relationships yeah, yeah. with people you met from your freshman year. So when you're, like, here as kid or having kids, you could be like, man, I was with me and your dad was in a dorm together, yeah. oodles and noodles. Like, that's we was cool. playing basketball back exactly. freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how you said um, finding your niche. That is so important because with using like what you your hobbies and your interests, you can use that to form a like, form relationships with people and kind of find your community. As you mentioned, basketball. A lot of us, a lot of people, we love basketball, basketball yeah. especially as like minority males. Um, you know, that's an example for us. But you know, you got women. Who do who like who are into braids, braids into like nails, nails, stuff, stuff like, like that, that. Yeah. Cosme cosmetics, out, yeah, cosmetics, aesthetics, and whatnot. Yeah. That's something you people can bond over. So you gotta definitely, I say to people out there, use like your interest in your niche to kind of find right. that community so you can network and then build on from there. And then also, like you said, I agree with like having different uh outlets to like kind of communicate because every avenue isn't the right one. Because right. like you said, you yeah. might have a nasty roommate. <laughs> Did you have that experience? Uh, I did have a little nasty roommate. He um he had his girlfriend live with him basically, and it was you know 
sometimes different things was in in the way in the bathroom and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes you got to adjust. You know, I was fortunate to live in uh, Lynch Hall. So we basically had our own bathroom. But I know a lot of people live in like um, more like the community types where they have to share the same like share bathroom with multiple people. So, you know, you got to be nice or clean, you know, some things you can't control. But, you know, you got to keep going like you can't just have this as a downfall. You got to keep going. And um, you talked about adjusting how because, you know, in life, life's going to throw you curveballs, especially a lot as, a of college, distractions, yeah. as a college student. You got the parties on the weekends or well, just just parties Thursday through Sunday. We being honest. Yeah. You in a big city. You're not at home. Your mom is not texting you uh, assignments to do. You got you want to take a couple yeah. of girls. You want to go out. Um, how do you adjust on on campus? What are some of the curveballs that you might have faced and how do you adjust to those things that the those uh difficulties that life yeah. uh, throws at you. Yeah, so there's a lot of distractions, a lot of things like that. Um, I feel like uh, it's really important. Like, you know, they have Canvas. Like, always download the app so you can have your assignments there. Um, make sure you get a planner. I think having a planner is really essential, writing your assignments. Um, I'm a type of person, I like to get things done early. So Sunday, you know, Sunday night, I write all my assignments for the week. You know, maybe have some free time where I could fit, you know, hang out with the boys or go to the basketball game and stuff like that. So, you know, I won't be so stressed with the schoolwork. So you just got to balance your time. You're here for a reason to get a degree. So, you know, some parties you might have to miss because you got a chemistry test next week and you need to start studying a week before because chemistry is a really hard subject. So it's different stuff like that. You know, just um, work-life balance, even if you have a job, too, like you have to have your work schedule. Then you got to have study time in the partying and stuff like that comes next. And you need to have some time for your mental health where you can relax. You know, you might, you know what I'm saying? Like get a little little pedicure, (laughs) a little manicure, like, you know what I'm saying? Just go watch the game or just watch, watch football, watch something like just relax your mind. Like, you know, watch your favorite Netflix show or chill. Walk, take a walk in the park. I feel like that's really essential. Like one time a week, at least, because, you know, school is really hard. Um, I know a lot of people um, came back from like the COVID thing. So like people weren't like in class. So now we're in classes. Teachers are signing more work. You know, it's a different type of element. So it's a hard time to adjust. And I know a lot of freshmen, you know, they're dealing with um, like social skills due to the fact like they were home mostly the senior year of high school. So it's a really different like aspect of life. So like they got to figure themselves out again. So I feel like, you know, having that planner, writing stuff down, um, doing something fun once a week, treat yourself because, I mean, you're in college, you're doing good things in the world. So you got a you got a future for real. So don't put, be so hard on yourself. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. It's so hard on yourself. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I talked about that on the last podcast about procrastination because mm-hmm. I told people like procrastination just it's not doesn't mean you're lazy. It's yeah. more of a mental thing. But you gotta you know you have to uh, give yourself forgiveness and not be so hard on yourself because that's like the first that's like you, that's when that's like the first step is like forgiving yourself for being hard on yourself because like people are first we're all we're all our biggest critic and the first yeah. thing we do is like doubt ourselves like dang I I messed up but like you gotta understand like you know I'm human you know right. emotions are human. fragile yeah. we make mistakes you know. <laughs> You got a lot of room for area. Cause I'm big on like the planner thing too. I like to call myself Mitchell Ten Thousand Projects. Just cause I, <laughs> I try because I'm I'm always like making yeah, myself always busy. Like I really yeah. feel like sometimes I don't have free time. Like if I think about everything I do, like this morning I woke up at like five thirty, went to the gym, you know, shower, wash myself and everything, and then try to cook some breakfast. You know, get a little devotion in type thing in class. So like it's just like oh I don't have enough time, but you know. 
after, you know, classes are over, maybe, you know, get some ice cream, you know, chill with the boys a little bit and then get back to what I need to do. But like you need to have some time for you can, you know, have a little sure. relaxation. A little room for error, like just give yeah. yourself time to kind yeah. of just scroll on Instagram for ten yeah. minutes. You know what I'm or saying? Just like you said, walk in the park because we got to like most college campuses have an indoor track or an outdoor botanical gardens area. Yeah. That is like peace of mind. Is peace priceless. of mind. It's plants, beautiful, exactly. Beautiful scenery. Like, yeah, get in touch with nature. Uh, like you said, the pandemic, a lot of us we were forced to be like introverted. Like some people who like me, I thrive on human communication. I was going right. through it. Like I, yeah, we, I was going through it I was too. like yeah. sick. I was like, I was what? like, I'm tired of my mom and my dad and sister. Like I yeah. need to talk to somebody. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I'm sitting in the house. I mean, I had a job, but like, you know, this just experience of just sitting down and just not doing nothing. I'm like, you know, we're busy bodies. So like exactly. just being in the house, is just so like, I, I was, you know, for <laughs> real, I was like, I, I was questioning just life, like, what is going on? Like, it, it, like am I meant to be a homebody? Like, yeah. I find myself just like, after a while, you become a robot. You go to work, come home. So right. definitely, like, allow for that. Like, have that flexible schedule and try and like change things up. I'm a fan of that. You know, with the, with the planner, that's like most important. Like college kids, you need to have that planner because like, it's, it's so much going on. Yeah, for real. And you so can much. easily, you can't because like, I'm a person where I'll make myself like readily available to everybody and everything. Right. Yeah, I could join that. Yeah, I can always be saying yes to something. Yes. But sometimes you might need to say no because, I mean, there's more things that, you know, you might, like I'm saying, like tests, homework, those are the most important things. So your friend asks for a favor, you be like, oh, I can't do it. Even though you're a type of person to say yes a lot, you know what I'm saying? You might have to say no sometimes because you got to work on yourself. You're more, you're the most important right now. I, as you said, mental health is important. You got to prioritize yourself first. first That's so right. important because you're your number You should be always number be one. your number one priority. Yeah. You cannot save nobody at the end of the day because you can try as hard as you can. You could do, you could be a mama's boy and do everything your mama say. Your mama's still going to be tight. She, you might mess yeah. around and wear your shirt button up the wrong way. Your mama might complain. <laughs> it's called, it's, you can't please everybody. Right. That's definitely yeah. true. Um, so being that you coming from the pandemic and how we were forced to be inside, you know, now like effective interpersonal communication is a dying art where like people do not know how to communicate. I see it every day where like I'll talk to somebody like we had a, a wholesome interaction. When we first met. It was like, right. oh, nice hat. And it was like, oh, we clicked. But there's times where I'll talk to somebody who I don't know. And they'll be like this. You yeah, know, like we, they don't want to talk to you or they just feel like, you know, like, why is he talking to me? Like, exactly. But you're just trying to you never know. Like I, I talked to you that one time and I could have gave you a job. Next week, after we you know communicated, I could have been a hiring manager. Like you just it's never really know. just networking is really like that yeah, for real. Yeah. Social capital, social currency, man. You got to use that. Like you just never know that person you like that person you talking to in the library could be the person that gets you a job, or their dad might know somebody. You right, know, you just yeah. Can't shrug people off to the side. So, um, coming back from like the pandemic, how was it for you in like networking? Like, what was like? I know coming back, me per se, like coming here. Um, sure, I'm like, man, we've been in the pandemic for two years. I'm community college. I need to get out here and hustle. Like, I got to get on the grind. <laughs> what, what, what was your perspective on coming back to campus and being in person and everything? How was that for you? Um, I'll say it was definitely a joy. Um, I was in the house. Well, I had an apartment off campus, so I was just there all the time. Um, just, just really bored sometimes, you know, homework and stuff. That was pretty simple because everything was online. Test was online. So, you know, you didn't get that interactions with the teachers. You need the interactions with people, you know, the camp, like the campus life that's outside of the school wasn't the same. So you weren't really having a lot of fun, I would say, because you're just in the house. So, and you know, you're scared everyone wearing a mask, everything about COVID and everything like that. So I feel like it's a big adjustment, um, getting back to like actually taking classes, paying attention in class, which is the hardest thing for me now, since like, you know, online people just been on Zoom, you 
I'm doing work for other classes. I'm watching the game. I'm playing Xbox and everything. And now I got to actually focus, keep my mind right, and, you know, actually pay attention to what the teacher's saying. So that's a really big adjustment, I feel. Um, it's just a lot um, of things. But it's a, I feel like it's a positive aspect because you're, you're getting back to seeing people interacting and, you know, um, even like we had career fairs online and stuff. Yeah. That was really like that was way different. So now that they're in person, you know, or it, it kind of changed a little bit. But like you actually get to interact with the person and, you know, get to talk to them a little more because, you know, if you're online, you might have five minutes. Your internet connection could have went out yep. and everything. It's just a bad. It's not as smooth as it could be. Yeah. Like and the world, like it's slowly but surely going back to like more so in person. So we right. definitely as a society, like especially with, like I said, for the students. We got to shift that focus because we're not, everything isn't virtual anymore. And the career fairs, go to those, man. Go to the career fairs. Please go. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how I got my internship. I think it's my first year here and I already got an internship. I yeah. got it in like a month just by going to the career fair. Gave them my resume. I actually had like three offers from just off the first career fair that they that's had good, back in yeah. September. But right. Yeah. yeah. There was the one online, right? Yeah. Yep. I went to that one. Yeah. yeah. Like, career fairs are important. You know, when you see those tables at, the, when you see those tables and they be like, hey, you want a t shirt? Just go, go, go and yeah, talk. Yeah. Just talk to them. Yeah. You never know. You right. never know who you can meet or what, the, what information they might have uh, readily available. So now that you are a senior, right? You know, we back from the pandemic. Can we, t- can we get into, because like you said earlier, you know, we hear everybody's here to get a degree, right? But not right. only get a degree, we want to get degrees and get jobs. Um, per CNBC, uh, the national student loans are 1.7 trillion. Per NBC, per NBC. <laughs> so that means that should tell you, like a lot of people, student loans high, people ain't got jobs. We got degrees, but no jobs. jobs right. You know. So the thing is, while we here getting this education, we also want to convert that into, you know, money. You know, tangible assets. We want to make money at the end of the day. Because why else we get a degree? Nobody wanted. Nobody's in school for fun. I right. mean, not. Yeah. It's fun, <laughs> but you know, you we, know, we trying to get the end result. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we not nobody should to play around, especially at a school like this, as you said, thirty thousand people. So don't come to campus playing. Um. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, have your fun, of course, but don't be out here playing and messing the, ba- messing the money up. Yeah, for real. So um, talk about the process. Like how do when, when you're in school and you're getting an education, and you're studying hard and you're working hard. How do you get to that point of like, OK, um, getting these connections, getting jobs and securing the bag to when you had a full time offer when you graduate? All right. That sounds good. Um, So I say first um, start going to the career center, especially that's all right there by the library. I believe Atkins 150, Sorry. you know, um, so like. I'll say, like, just take your resume there for sure. Let them look at it. Um, make a LinkedIn. That's really important where you can network around the world. So, like, have a LinkedIn. Allow them to look at it. Connect with your friends and stuff like that. You'll see different job opportunities. You can follow, like, different companies like Google, Apple. I mean, shoot, Atrium Health, like, for health majors. Different types of businesses. And just see what the types of people they're hiring. See the type of requirements they fit and stuff like that. Um also for like people on campus, like just to find that type of um, those type of clubs that will allow recruiters to come for uh, business majors like uh, NABA, which is National Association for Black uh, Accountants. So that'd be like all business majors. Uh, I participate in that and um, I'm in uh, the community chair as we speak. But uh, it's a lot of recruiters come. So we had like Dale, we had um, like, uh, what's it called? Lowe's, uh, Lowe's, uh, Lowe's and we had a couple <laughs> more companies like it's just so many companies I couldn't think of it right now but like we had so many companies come in just telling them about our business and what they have to offer internships and jobs like that full-time jobs and you know once you c- connect with them on LinkedIn and then you might message them like oh I just wanted to talk what you talked about in the 
in the meeting today and just have a little more explanations and just grow from that. Like they can, you know, they'll network with you to see what they have positions open and then they'll lead you to the right people. So, I mean, there's also different if you're not a business major, um, NSBE, which is National Association for Black Engineers. So they have uh, like uh, workshops and stuff like that. So they can connect you with different people, different recruiters. I know a lot of people. I know a girl, um, she works at J.P. Morgan in um, Texas, and she connected from with the Nesby. So there's different types of opportunities, different types of clubs, depending on what your major is. Uh, I always recommend you go to, like, um, Niner Engage on um, my, uh, my UNC Charlotte and just look up different organizations that might fit you or different niches that you have so you can find different organizations that you can connect with and join and, you know, make yourself a better person, I feel. So, it's about organizations, um, joining different organizations so you can get that type of um, interactions with recruiters and stuff like that. Uh, making sure your resume, your LinkedIn, you can go to Career Center and easily get like a pamphlet that describes your resume, how it should look, your cover letters, your LinkedIn, and how you can. Um, it even gives examples how you can message somebody from LinkedIn like um, that has similar positions from you. So like just evolving yourself, I say spin you're looking for a job or internship, at least spend three to four hours a week just trying to apply for jobs. Um, you can go to hire a niner and apply to different types of internships. And most of these, they know that you guys are uh, Charlotte, like go to UNC Charlotte. So that's basically like a connection right there. All these jobs are just for us. So, you know, just connect from there, um, get your LinkedIn, get your resume and just, you know, expand. Get on LinkedIn for sure. That's like that's like a corporate for those. Even if yeah, y'all don't go to UNC Charlotte. Definitely, like, you know, y'all don't, y'all may not have nine or engaged, but just try and like do the work and put yourself out there. Yeah, okay. But back to LinkedIn, that's like a corporate Instagram. Every company, yeah. everybody's on LinkedIn. If somebody said they get money and they really look them up on LinkedIn, you can see everything about them. You can <laughs> see sure. every job that they've had from the day they started to the day they left. Like, definitely get on LinkedIn and like put yourself out there. Like, going into, as you said, the organization they had, um, well, uh, Lowe's, Dell, different banks come and visit the yeah, uh, different program, banks, right? Yeah. So definitely like, that's important. You got to brand yourself. You got to wrap it up. You got to package the product good and make it, you know, yeah, worth like something. Like I said that, wrap yourself, package the product. Exactly. Good. Like, you know, make sure the product placement is good. Make sure you're well tailored. You just, your tie is nice. Your you dress got a is nice. Nice little haircut. Cut, exactly. Make sure your teeth is brushed. Your tongue ain't white. <laughs> you know, you got to brand yourself. That's oh, so good. important being on a college campus because we live in a society where people go off of face value. You know, your face car is also important too because if you're right. looking crazy, walking up to somebody, it's like wow. you're talking about a job, but you fit. I mean, you might have all the requirements, but you know, you got bad hair and your breath stink and this and that. Like, why, you know, why would they hire you? Exactly. Because they want that good image. So, I mean, it's about networking. It's also about your appearance as well. So That's keep so important. Yourself tidy. Definitely, like I said, man, just bring yourself. Like, you wrap it, wrap the product up good, man. It's like a Christmas. Like when you when you get some Christmas gifts. Wrap yeah. the gifts up nice. Put a bow on top. So do that for yourself. Put a bow on top, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So I'm um, getting a full-time job. What was that process? Can you talk about, like, the process, like, of applying and how you went about it and how you were able to secure that job? All right. Um, definitely a lot of failure, for real. I probably applied to maybe 70, 80 jobs. That's um, I used to, uh, sometimes in class, just go to Hire Niner and LinkedIn. Um, even if you don't go to Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, like LinkedIn, you can really go to jobs and hit like easy apply where you can um, type in what you're interested in and you'll find jobs in 25 to 50 miles away, zero to 25 or even 100 miles. So you can find different jobs around the world that fit what you're looking for. So 
Uh, I did that like three to four hours a day, talked to a lot of people, you know, tried to see what my resume looked like. I had a lot of interviews. There's many companies like Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Bank of America, Ally, Corning. It was just so many different companies. Like, you know, they asked a lot of different, the same questions, but like, it's how you interact. So like in the interview, like, you know, you might know the answer about your leadership skills and how you interact with like coworkers or something like that or teammates and stuff like that. But it's how you how you start yourself like, hey, how are you doing today? Say she has a nice uh, like he has a nice suit on or something like I like your tie or, you know, when they're on Zoom, you can see like their surrounding areas. So like they might have a picture in the wall. So it's just how you how you talk and bring yourself like you're not charisma. So, yeah, for real. Like, like be likable. I'm sorry, because you're all charisma. You yeah, know? just be likable and just don't don't be basic. Don't be a robot. Interact. Smile a little bit. Uh, I was one time the first interview I did this year. He was like, you know, you look too serious. Like, you know, we talked up like he asked me about basketball and, and stuff like that. I was smiling. But when he talked about business, I was serious. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I should be happy about business if I want a job in business. Love what you do, man. Right. And it, the same way I should like basketball, even though, you know, it might not be the same likable, but like at least have a little bit of enthusiasm. Like it, you shouldn't be just straight mouth serious about what you want to do and why like why should they hire you if you don't have no love for what you do so i feel like you have to have a lot of love what you do and also after your interview like get back with them send an email um thank you for um interviewing me and what you learned about it just maybe a paragraph or two just like a thank you letter that really sharp yeah that skills are sharp yeah that really that's really <laughs> sharp that's, that's, that's really that's smooth follow you, up yeah follow up uh follow up email especially like maybe the day after or shoot even the day of like it just sounds really good and it looks good so you know that stands out compared to you know they interview literally probably 50 to 100 different candidates so send that thank you letter maybe two to three people do it that makes you stand out so if your interview didn't even go the best you know oh he sent me a thank you letter i really like him you know what i'm saying i like it's yeah. almost like before we wrap up it's almost like um it's the it's the fly it's the girl everybody like the guy everybody like yeah it's 10 dudes getting at her it's 10 uh girls getting at him you got to set yourself apart what right. you gonna do differently? What you yeah, gonna you what want, you bring you want to the, the table? Girl, like you know what I'm saying? Like send her them flowers or send like her some chocolate smoke. or something. Yeah, something you like, you know, make it make it make yourself stand out. If you don't stand out, why would someone hire you? If you don't stand out, why should she want to talk to you? You know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like you got like future said, man, you gotta dress it up, make it real for him. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh this is the Seek More Podcast where we seek more and ask questions. Got Juice Boy John with me today, man. I thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. And it's giving the people game and just so much knowledge and because I'm I definitely learned a lot. Like I like to follow up email um thing you gave. That's so important. Like yeah. you know, following up with these companies because oftentimes you know we'll have the interview and just wait to hear back from them. But not right. be be proactive, not reactive. And I just thank you, mm. and appreciate that. You know for you giving us that game today. Um, any last comments you? Uh, I just say, man. Um, for these students, freshmen, you know, sophomore, juniors, and seniors, you know, just get active. Um. Stay on top of your game. You know, there's a lot of people that's working hard. So if you're not working hard, why do you think you should get the same results as them? So be on your game. That's the mama. Hey, that's mama mentality right there, man. Kobe. Kobe hey, Bain. listen, if you're not putting 100 <laughs> shots up the night before the game, why, why deserve to get the rock? Right. You don't deserve the rock if you're not putting up 100 shots before the game, you know? But like I said, it's the Seek More podcast where we seek more and ask questions. I'm your host, Justice Silver. And my interview for today? Jonathan Everett, Juice Boy John. Exactly, man. So just, <laughs> just to wrap this up real quick, just so y'all take from this. Make sure y'all establish yourselves on campus, find what you like, find your community, engage on campus, and network, network, network.